Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome to the Back to Balance podcast, Conversations with Nati Valderrama. As a multi-passionate human who's constantly in the search for a balanced lifestyle, I want to share the different facets of my life and how I choose to bring them back to balance on a day-to-day basis. In this podcast, we'll explore a range of topics, from love and relationships to health and nutrition, body confidence, sustainability, the list goes on. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Back to Balance podcast. It's been a while since I've been back on here, but I'm glad to be back. So in today's episode, I will finally be talking about my relationship with PABS. So every time I ask people like, what would you like to hear more about on the podcast or on Instagram or my blog post or whatever, my relationship always comes up. And I've really been wanting to share more about my relationship, um, our relationship, but I feel like I can't really do that if I haven't really taken a few steps back and really introduced our relationship as a whole, because we can't just talk about where we are today, uh, nine years after our relationship began, um, without really talking about how our relationship began and how we got to this relationship in the first place. So in today's episode, I want to kind of give an introduction and kind of go into that first year of our relationship and how it was that we met, how it was that I kind of manifested um, PABS into my life without really knowing it at the time. And yeah, the point of this episode is basically to have this as a base um, from where I can keep talking about my relationship with PABS, but kind of have this background um, because I want you to really know our whole story. This podcast for me is a way for me to connect with you and I feel like I'm talking to a friend. So if you are my friend and you already know this story, cool there are probably a few things in here that you might not know of Um, and if you're not my friend and you don't really know this story yet i want you to kind of have the sneak peek into my life and in this way we can become a little closer so without further ado let's get started all right so i guess the best place to start is my love life pre-pabs before i met pabs so In high school, in middle school, I was the kind of person who always had lots of boyfriends, but they were never really like actual relationships. It was more like I was kind of dating this guy and we liked each other, but we wouldn't really talk. (laughs) We'd maybe go to the movies and maybe grab each other's hand, but like it was very superficial kind of basic relationships. And it wasn't until my last year of high school that I actually had a boyfriend and we were together for like seven months. And he broke up with me a few months after we started dating. And I was super heartbroken because I was usually the one that did the dumping. So it was a very confusing time for me. I had just started uni and I felt very alone, kind of navigating university by myself. I didn't really have many friends at uni and all of my friends from high school had left to live abroad mostly. So during my uni years, I highly relied on alcohol and partying in order to get validation, I guess. So I spent years saying that I was looking for a boyfriend, but really what I was doing was just hooking up with guys and hoping that they would like me enough to make me their girlfriend. But then again, 
I didn't even know who I was and I didn't know if they would know who I was because I didn't know who I was. I was basically just trying to get external validation from guys. Um, I didn't really have that internal validation. I didn't really know how to validate myself, my own feelings. So I just let others do that for me. So I remember a few months ago, I was digging through a hard drive and I found this PowerPoint presentation that I made for myself, um, which was really funny because I, I don't even remember making it, but I remember that I was in a really low point in my life where I was just super lazy and always hungover and just really sorry for myself. So this PowerPoint I made for myself basically said like, you got this, like you need to get out of bed and you need to exercise. And just, I was just like forcing myself to do all these things that were clearly very hard for me at the time. And one of the things that it said was basically to stop looking for validation from guys and that the right guy will come when the time is right. Um, but for me, for now, I just needed to focus on me. And honestly, what a great piece of advice I gave my young 18 or 19 year old self. It was true. I really did need to focus on myself. And I think I spent, I spent many months and maybe even some years just looking for that, looking for a guy that would complete me. But I didn't need to be completed. I was full as I was, but I didn't really realize that at the time. So I think after I created that PowerPoint, I let go of the idea that I needed to find this guy to complete me. And I just started focusing on myself. I obviously still wanted a boyfriend and I still wanted to be in a partnership and I wanted to find a healthy relationship, but I wasn't looking for it with that desperate energy that I had been in the past. And when I stopped searching like literally after i did that powerpoint a few months later i i met pabs and he was looking for something similar to, than i was but i wasn't like desperate for it anymore it was like it fell onto my lap and i was like yes let's do it but it wasn't i wasn't searching in that desperate energy anymore so i think it's important to just have it as an intention if you want to find a partner have it as an intention but to not really make it your end-all be-all because then you're just kind of pushing it away with that uh, desperate energy so yes that's just one thing i wanted to point out so as i mentioned i was partying a lot going out a lot and i would go out a lot with my friend noelle who is my lifelong friend from school and she happened to be going to the same uni she was studying business I didn't really have many friends at uni, so I relied on her and her friendships a lot. And I had met Paolo once or twice, but I hadn't really talked to him. Like I had met him once, like when Noel was carpooling for all of us, whatever. And I remember thinking like, oh, who's that? He's cute, but not really pursuing anything after that. So about a year after I got acquainted with him or knew who he was, I saw him at a party and I remember seeing him kind of like leading a conversation and I was used to hearing people talk about oh yeah I party a lot or like I drink a lot or like look at my car or like look at my watch or whatever just people kind of being very superficial but Pabs Paolo was just talking very excitedly about his family 
he was just going on and on about how at the dinner table they were always like shouting at each other but in a like friendly way um he was talking about how he has three brothers and how they would all be like i don't know talking about their personalities and about how he would like to have a big family just because he loves having a big family himself and i remember being like super taken aback by this guy who was talking about his family i was like this isn't normal <laughs> but i was immediately like attracted to his vibe i guess um so i walked up to him i like tapped him on the shoulder and i was like hey i like you <laughs> but like not necessarily like in a romantic way but i was like i like you as a person you know like i liked what he was saying i, I felt connected to that what i said was me caes bien me caíste bien which is like i liked you like i liked your personality basically um and he was like okay like what a weird thing to say i guess so we kind of vibed that night but i ended up going out to another party that night and he ended up kissing another girl that night Uh, about two weeks later, we went to the same party and I saw him and I was like, tonight's the night, like, I'm going to kiss this boy, one way or another. So the night was going well, we were gonna go dancing. So we were in the line um, to enter this club and we see this girl, she was the girl that he had kissed two weeks earlier. So she was like, hey, what are you guys doing? And we were like, oh, like, we're waiting for this line. Like, uh, and she was like, oh, I've been waiting for so long. And we all decided to go to this other party, to a house party. And she was like, okay, I'm coming with you guys. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> why? So we ended up going to this other party, which was in a house that was seven stories high on top of a hill. It was crazy um so i spent the first half of the party looking for paolo trying to find him and i eventually found him in the corner somewhere kissing this girl and i was so disappointed i was so sad i was so mad i was like oh whatever you know what i'll just go find another boy for myself so i spent the second half of the party just like flirting with other guys and having a good time probably getting a little drunk whatever By the end of the night, my friend Noelle comes up to me and she's like, hey, I'm going home, but I can't take you. But I asked Pablo to take you because he lives really close to you. And I was like, okay, whatever, fine. So a few minutes later, Pablo comes over and he's like, hey, we're leaving. And I was like, okay, cool. So we walked to his car and it was just me and him and he was taking more people. But I don't know if I knew or didn't know that other people were coming in the car anyway. But I just went up to the car and sat down in the co-pilot seat. I was just like shotgun, sat down in the front. And then all the other people that were going in the car as well sat in the back. And amongst these people was this girl that he had been kissing this night. So she sat in the back on top of like her sister or something. And Paolo just looks over at me, looks over at the girl and he's just like, okay, what's happening? Like, interesting. Um, so we decided to drop them all off at another party and we didn't really want to go to that other party. It was already like two in the morning or something. So after we dropped them off, I was like, hey, what if we go have a drink somewhere? He was like, sure. We went to get some alcohol, some pisco, and we went to a lookout point, uh, Mirador. And we spent hours talking and drinking, and he tried to kiss me at some point. And usually i would have just kissed him immediately but 
my friend, uh, one of my friends had told me that day, like, hey, if you like this guy, like, don't kiss him immediately. Like, wait, just wait a second and like focus on connecting with him first and kiss him later. But don't just kiss him right away. And that was, I mean, great advice, but I had definitely not taken that advice like before in my life. I would just like kiss guys immediately. So when he tried to kiss me, I was like, no, sorry. Like, I don't want to kiss you right now. Like, I'd rather just talk. And he was like, okay, noted. So we ended up having like the best conversation ever. We talked all night. We went into the car. Um, he, he drove me home and we just stayed outside of my home talking until like six in the morning. And it was such a great conversation. We were laughing, we were connecting. It was just an amazing connection from the start. And when I was leaving, he ended up like leaning over and stealing a kiss from me. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So we ended up kissing a little that first night which now that I think of it means that I got what I wanted at the beginning of the night. I had said like, I'm gonna kiss that boy and I did, but I didn't just kiss him. I formed a relationship with him from the start. And looking back now, the thing that I love most about my relationship with Pabs is our conversations, is our communication. And we definitely set the base for that in that first um, deep interaction. So after that first night, it was like on like Donkey Kong. I mean, after that, I could not stop thinking about him. He could not stop thinking about me. And I remember that weekend, I ended up going to Argentina um, for family reasons. We went for like a family trip and he is from Argentina. So it was kind of ironic that I was going to Argentina the night after I like fell for him. And I remember talking to him on my Blackberry all weekend long and then when I got back he invited me on our first date which was like the weirdest first date I guess um, he picked me up at 7 in the morning to go to uni together I would usually just take the bus but he had a car so he was like I'll pick you up so he picked me up and then we picked someone else up and the other guy was like in the back like third wheeling and I was super nervous like being <laughs> sitting right next to him in the same car where we had had this amazing conversation and this beautiful kiss um but i was sober it was seven in the morning and we were going to uni so it was just like how do i how do i deal with this i was used to as horrible as it sounds i was used to just being drunk all the time with my romantic interests so this it was a very sobering experience like being with him sober literally um in the morning on a monday morning going to uni but I guess that's why it was different because it wasn't just a party relationship. It was like, okay, like we live right next to each other. We go to the same uni, like might as well just hang out um, during the daytime. <laughs> but much to my surprise, the conversation kept flowing. And even though our first date wasn't as like glamorous or romantic as I would have maybe wanted it to be, it very much like set the stage for who we became, which was two people that became very comfortable with each other in their normal day-to-day -day lives. And around two weeks after that first initial night, 
um, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And it was a very dramatic night. I'm not gonna like get into details about it, but basically I was a little drunk and he was a little jealous and I thought he wanted to like end it, but he ended up saying like, no, I don't wanna end it. Like I want to commit, I wanna be your boyfriend. So that was a quite um, magical night, May 15th, 2011. And I guess I say magical because I was very self-conscious. I was very, I didn't really like myself much. I didn't really like my past and my relationship with alcohol. And I knew that I was carrying this baggage, but he saw through that and he told me that he wanted to try anyway, despite my perceived flaws, AKA my drinking problem, um, that were all very much fixable that I eventually did fix with his help um, he wanted to try and he wanted to go for it with me and he really liked me so that was a great night when he officially asked me um, which leads me to the question do do people still ask each other like hey do you want to be my girlfriend do you want to be my boyfriend or is it just like we're together now like we just assume we're together or is it like that uncertainty of like are we together are we a thing forever i don't even know i mean it's been so long since i've been single so i don't even know anyway <laughs> we quickly became inseparable um we lived like five minutes away from each other so we would see each other every single day we went to uni together um, our families really took to each of us um, his family really liked me my family really liked him and we would just see each other every day. I think for the first four years of our relationship, we literally saw each other every single day, unless we were traveling. And then eventually we moved in together, which is a story for another day. After moving in together, we went to live to Australia together, and we've had all sorts of adventures and ups and downs in our relationship. And if you've been following along on Instagram, or if you've known me and Pablo for a while, then you've known some of these ups and downs. But I kind of want to wrap up the episode here. Um, and before leaving, I want to just drop a little truth bomb um, because this is something that I want to be talking about in future episodes. And by the way, I have Pablo's permission to say this. He He's totally okay with me talking openly about all this stuff. We've started um, becoming way more open about the way we lead our relationship and the honesty with which we lead it as well um so anyway when pablo and i began dating he was a virgin he went to catholic schools and he was very much like the kind of person that was thinking of waiting until marriage um and then there i came little rebellious drunk girl <laughs> And during, I think it was the first day that we were together officially, like after we became boyfriend and girlfriend, he lost his virginity to me, which led to a couple of months of a lot of sex, um, which was really fun and exciting for both of us. Um, and the reason I'm pointing this out is because the fact that he was a virgin when we begun, it didn't really matter much to me at that time, but now we've been together for nine years we're married now for a year and a half we've been married and this has been something that has been coming up a lot just because 
it definitely weighs heavy on me to know that he's only ever had sex with me whereas I've had sex with other people before and thinking about it like towards the future it's like okay we're gonna be together till death do us part supposedly I don't know who knows what the future holds but if we're gonna be together forever like does that mean that he's only gonna have sex with one person for the rest of his life and that kind of freaks me out a bit um and it's been freaking me out for a while i think ever since we got married we started having this conversation where it was like i mean if you're okay with it cool but i don't know if i'm okay with it like it, it weighs heavy on me knowing that he will never get to experience sexual relationships with other people it's a heavy burden to carry for me we've been really thinking about where where this relationship is going and how we are approaching this relationship and we've really been playing with the idea of a non-monogamous relationship um, and thinking about which ways we can kind of open up our sexuality um, in a future episode I will get more into other aspects of our relationship of our sexuality of the betrayals of trust that have happened, of the openings of trust that have happened. Um, but I'll leave you with this for now. I think that's that's enough for today. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been my story with Paolo, our relationship, how it got started. And I look forward to kind of going a little bit deeper in future episodes. Who knows when I'll record them, you know how I am. But for now, I hope this is enough. This is a good little sneak peek into who we are and why we started. So anyway, much love to you. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode of the Back to Balance podcast. Have a lovely day. Bye.